Welcome to MandoCast, the Star Wars Reports podcast where I discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus with a weekly rotating guest. I am your host, Michael Morris, and with me this week is the founder of The Mandalorian Mercs, Tom Hutchins. How's it going, man? Pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I am recovering mentally, Yeah. gathering my faculties. <laughs> That was a lot of stuff I did not expect. It was it was definitely a um Yeah, it was it was both an emotional and just an action packed thrill ride of, yeah. of epic proportions. And I and the the biggest thing, you know, I, I'm gonna just jump straight to the uh you know, the end because I don't know if everyone stuck around or not but they did a bit of a, a stinger there yeah they we... did a marvel easter egg there at the end you know um uh, that yeah that i think that um that's gonna be pretty cool i i i saw the name there i don't i don't know if it, can we can we mention what what they said yeah go for it. yeah like, oh sir. Spoil away. so th- so the title of this new series is the book of boba fett yeah and it actually takes me back to a um one of the last uh, Legends books that was published in 2014. Actually, I think it was early. It was late 2014, early 2015. Um, um, Bounty Hunter Code uh, from the files of Boba Fett. Okay. And I wonder, and that kind of just makes me wonder. You know, I wonder if they're trying to link some of these things up. Now, so, are you talking about this yes. one right here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I... it's the book that I helped write some of. So, oh, yes. nice. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Now I'll be honest with you, I uh I haven't really read much of it. It was more of just I'm like, ooh, this is cool. I want the like the whole prop case and everything. Uh, yeah. So I haven't I haven't done much with it, but yeah, it's kind of awesome. So actually, I'm gonna set it to the side here so I can actually start like <laughs> tearing through yeah. it a bit. Yeah, definitely read it. It's it's cool because it's annotated. We're Boba and different and Django and different people make annotations in it. So. I don't know. It just seems kind of ironic that that you know that, that book is titled similarly, you know, from the files of Boba Fett and then the book of Boba Fett. So, yeah. But no, the episode itself was was just awesome. Yeah. Well, and like I said, man, I love because of course you you know it opens up with uh, uh, um, Bib Fortuna, who's I don't know what's go goes on at uh, Jabba's palace, man. But there's just something in there. It's like you just start getting fat. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you're the gang boss, you really don't have to do the work. You just right. sit around and, you know, shoot everybody who doesn't do the work for you, I guess. So, you know, uh, yeah. And and I think that's uh, that's kind of a, a male Twi'lek trait. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you remember the one from, uh, from um, was it? He was in, I think he was in, you see him in Orn Frita from The Phantom Menace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's kind of the, the, big... the blue, fat Twi'lek, you know, male Twi'lek. Yeah. So... It's kind of a trait when you get to uh, when you become a politician or a gangster as a Twilight, <laughs> right. you just get fat, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> That's that must be what's going on with me. I must it must be my gangster roots. Uh. And that that or, it's, that or it's just the COVID twenty. <laughs> no, I think it started before that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I have that problem too, man. It's okay. I'm part of the, I'm part of the bigger brigade. It's right. all good. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, that was awesome. He just he shoots uh, Bib Fortuna. Oh, he shoots knocks, them all, yeah. Yeah, he knocks him out of the clear. chair and just sits down like, this is mine now. <laughs> yep, yep. And, and man, Finnick, she is awesome. And, and, I, and I think 
I don't know, man. I think maybe I'm starting to develop a little crush or something. I don't know. But she's she grabs that bottle and she just sort of hops up and just starts drinking. And you're like, I'm down. This is awesome. I, I'm, yep. I'm ready for this. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, you know, I guess... I guess now that Boba's got his armor back, he has the, you know, he has the, the weapons there where he can do that. And mm-hmm. obviously Jabba's, the remnants of Jabba's gang is, is so highly diminished that, uh, you know, in the, over the last six years that Boba can get away with, I mean, he can do that. And, and, you know, nobody's there. That's, that's actually going to be able to, uh, repel, be able to repel him at that point. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it was definitely something that I was not. Um, I w- it was I was definitely not in store for that. That was kind mm-hmm. of a, a shocker. As soon as I saw Tatooine and then I saw the the Bomar Palace there, I'm like, oh, the, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's like, what the what? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I don't. Uh, all right, let's see. I'm watching. You know, like all the possibilities are just like flying through my head. Absolutely. Know, so. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm ready to see what he plans to do you know oh yeah totally. uh, and uh yeah i don't know so so here's my question because i i want to ask you um you know i've, I've kind of mentioned it beforehand I, I don't like i'm really curious and I, I haven't gotten a good answer from from anybody else why did boba take five years to get his armor when he was on Tatooine and he was just right there and then he ends up having to fly all the you know what I mean like why didn't he just go take it from Cobb Vanth well I mean honestly that's a that's a really good question Mm -hmm. um one of the reasons being you know Boba does have this sense of honor Mm mm-hmm um, there is there is this kind of sense of honor that that I think permeated from Django into into Boba, and I'm thinking that you know that might factor in a little bit as to why he didn't take that armor from Cobb Vanth. I don't know how long Cobb Vanth actually had the armor. You know that mm-hmm. there is there is a um, I'm trying to remember which novel that Cobb Vanth is actually from, but it's one of the newer books. I mean it's post. Mm-hmm. It's in the new the new EU. It's it's post yeah. Legends. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's but uh, it, it aftermath actually, trilogy is the. Which one is it? It's aftermath? the aftermath trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and Cobb is in that, and it mm-hmm. even talks about the the you know his role there. And I'm not really sure why. Other, that's the only thing I can think of yeah. is that Boba knew he had it, but Boba knew that he was, you know, that it was it was an honorable use, and and maybe he was just waiting for Cobb Vance to either get killed. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, find another way. But uh, luckily, you know, the Mando uh, kind of provided him with that that other way. So. Right, right. Yeah, like, so I was just kind of curious. I was like, I don't know. Like, is he? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's that's a hard one. It is kind of a hard one to explain. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe in the book of Boba Fett, we will get that answer. <laughs> Absolutely. That that would be great if we did. Yeah. So, uh, but okay, well, now we'll, we'll, we'll get to this show, but I just, like I said, I wanted to just jump to that immediately. Cause I was like, sure. all right, this is, you know, um, but it, I mean, you know, like every episode this season, it just opens up hot, you know, it just go and you see that shuttle, uh, fly by the, uh, slave ones firing on it. And, uh, yep. 
you know, and they even, you always love when they're like, oh, it's an ion cannon. It's like, that's right. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm telling you, in fact, when my wife and I were watching it this morning, I look back at her and I'm like, I wonder if I can get my little Z3 Roadster to make the same engine noise as Slave One. <laughs> you know, when, you yeah. know, so I just, you know, but I I love Slave One. That yeah. those fire spray, uh, the fire spray class interceptor is such an awesome sounding ship. Yeah, it's an awesome, awesome to say, yeah. awesome sound. Yeah, Boba. Well, Django gave it an awesome name. Yeah, you know, it's just really, really neat ship. And then of course, you know, it's got the the sonic uh the sonic mine there in the back of it yeah but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah i mean it, it started great i mean and and full of action i think we've had that pretty much all season i think the only episode that really didn't start off with with uh, a, a, a gut punch of action is the uh the the frog was it that were there on the ice planet episode that's the one that everybody seemed to have a little bit of complaint about as a filler episode. And I'm like, there's no such thing as filler episodes. Yeah. I but, mean, it was still, I mean, yeah, it didn't have as much, I guess, meat, but it was still tons of action, you know? It, it was. It was alien face hugger action. I mean, it yeah. was total, uh, total Ridley Scott. But yeah, and the, uh, you know, I, the, the shuttle just, you know, like going right into the cruiser. Yeah. I thought that was that was pretty awesome. I was waiting yeah. for it to, to, to. I was waiting for the uh, the top fin of the thing to cut that tie fighter in half. I was oh, like, yeah. it's going to cut that thing in half. And just, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even when they were launching those um, those tie fighters, I was like, man, that's a fun ride. Like, put me on oh. that. <laughs> you need to slingshot you into space. <laughs> but um, yeah. and I'm I'm so happy. I you know I've been saying uh, this whole season. And there, because a lot of people are like, oh, who who do you think is going to die? Who do you think is going to die? I'm like, we have got to stop thinking like this. Exactly. I, I like the Game of Thrones and Walking Dead have ruined audiences because they think that the only time that you can have, you know, a, a big uh, episode or, or you know, like a big season finale is yeah. like somebody important has to die. It doesn't have to be that way. There's there's no suspense unless someone dies. And right. I think that's I agree. W- Walking Dead definitely uh, definitely spoiled people on that. And, you know, that I think in some ways it, it makes it difficult to get emotionally invested in the characters because you're afraid, you know, who's going to die other than the 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 main main character, right. you know, who's encased in basically, you know, impregnable armor, uh, yeah. who's going to die. Yeah. You know, but we haven't, you know, we've only really had one death, and that was in season one when Quill died. Yeah. So, well, you can count IG 11, though. I mean, IG 11, yeah, yeah, you can count a droid, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you know, droids are, droids are people too. Droids are people too. Um, <laughs> droid rights. <laughs> droids are people too. You know, but, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, I agree with you. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to die. I actually thought that Bo Katan died um, when Gideon shot her. I kind of, I, I kind of thought that might have been something they were doing. I was like, "Huh, what?" <laughs> that's what I thought too. I'm like, he just shot the the bleep out of her, yeah. and you know, she's still standing up at the end. I'm like, "Whoo! Thank God it didn't hit anything but the armor." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's um, yeah, it's like I said, I I, I was I, I felt like they did everything they need to. Nobody needed to die. Like you. Yeah, it's like I said, it's just just 
come on, people, let's 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 get it out of that mindset of thinking everybody needs to die. It, it needs to be, hey, who are we going to bring in? Who's who's somebody yeah. awesome that can show up with a green lightsaber and just start slicing the crap out of everybody? Oh, right. Who's oh, gonna I know. Fly, who, who's going to be the next one in the X wing? It can't be Dave Filoni in every X wing. Right. You know? <laughs> like, oh, we've got a uh, uh, X wing's going to fly in, and Dave's like, oh, okay. So you need me to you need me to get in that one? I'm like, oh no, I Dave, was I, half, I was half expecting him to like be under the cloak, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry, wait, Dave. What? I love you, buddy. But you know, <laughs> you're in a lot of those X wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him or that uh, Carson guy. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, it's um, that was one that I was blown away. Like I was just shocked. Um, like I gotta say, I don't think the CGI was that great, but I don't really? care. Yeah, because I I actually thought the CGI was very well done i mean i mean it, it the, looked good for it, it, it was show, dark but, so yeah. it, you know there were a lot of shadows mm-hmm. and that's always helpful and it looked like they kind of put a little five o'clock shadow on his face yeah that's where it was kind of right there in like around his mouth is where i felt yes. like it they just didn't get it quite right now granted i'm being like i'm being I, like i'm i'm saying hey that was obviously cgi that was not sure. mark hamill right but it's i mean yeah no it looked good i like I just bring it up because I got it. I mean, yeah. the voice was. I don't. I didn't see who actually did the what. Who did the voice? Right. Yeah. I. I, I, I meant to, I, and I. I forgot, but I'll. I'll definitely go back and check that out. But yeah, I mean, I, I thought they were. I mean, I thought they were like. At least Tarkin from Rogue One level. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I thought it was as good as that. I mean, better than Rogue One Leia, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I mean, it, I would I would put it maybe a little in between. But I mean, again, look, like this is like the pickiest of nitpicks. You know what I mean? Like oh, I'm, sure. I sure. like I, I'm just doing it because I'm saying it because it's on the podcast. I am s- just over the moon happy right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You oh, know, totally. I mean, totally. that's I. You know, I I make I I feel like at least I try to not just you know hit people over the head with it and just be a, a, a wet blanket about how much I didn't care for the last Jedi. But to me, I'm like, yes, this is how you do it. Luke Skywalker shows up and he actually helps people. He saves people, you know, and he's, he shows, you know, I just, this was what I, this is, this is what I feel like when people yeah. expect Luke Skywalker to show up at this point, this is what they want. Exactly. We can actually see him in a real lightsaber battle that's not in 1983 technology. Right. You know, so it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, it's kind of like the Luke Skywalker that everybody sort of wished that they've been able to see outside of a video game. Right. So I think, yeah. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, yeah, that 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 was, and then the, those dark troopers, those phase three dark troopers. Oh yeah, and I love I that was, they called them third generation. I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, phase three, baby, phase yeah. three. Yeah, the human out of them. I'm like, phase three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're really, yeah. they're literally taking all of the books and comics and everything that they yeah. said weren't canon anymore, and now they're making them like, like what would have been. T cannon back in the old days, yeah. you know, television. They're they're bringing them. I mean, they're basically bringing everything back. Yeah, at this point. And so. and that's my thing is like I for the longest time I was like ah you know whatever because okay. 
I never like I read the books and stuff, but I never really considered it, you know, uh, canon or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it was because I was I'm like, no, this isn't, you know, this isn't Star Wars. Like, I always had an issue. I'm like, listen, I don't care about your little. Uh, you know, plot contrivacy lizard that sits on your shoulder and can turn the force off. You can't turn yeah, the force right. off, all right? Okay, Timothy Zahn? So. <laughs> hey, I got no part in that, Tim. Hey, hey, no, it's, it's cool. We know, <laughs> Tim and I are cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, maybe. He may not like it. Michael Stackpole loves it, but I don't, I'm not, sh- I think, t- I think he's okay with it. I bust everybody's chops, man. I don't, you know. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. How about uh, the, uh, how about that? The only part, well, I will say the only part that I'm like, yeah, that's totally not happening mm-hmm. is when the dark trooper wails on Dijin's, or Dijin's, June's helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah. helmet. Just wails. I'm like, dude, he's got like broken nose, broken face. And I know, because I wear those helmets. They don't, you know, they, they move, Yeah, you know, they, they don't like suction cup to your head. Um, that part was like, yeah, he wouldn't be getting up from any of that stuff, but. Well, to, to be fair though, you have, you know, your, your prop replica. He has a futuristic sci-fi. Well, I have a steel helmet. helmet. Well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they still move. I mean, they still, there's no way to keep them. But maybe without he's got, a chin strap or something of that nature. He's got like little airbags that when you set it on and it kind of like maybe, poofs in maybe there. He, ha- I don't know he has like the, the BMW side door yeah. airbag yeah. things. That pff, pff, yeah. they pff, pff, <laughs> as it gets hit, they just. Pff, pff. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know. You, we we got to see That's what's true. inside that helmet, you know? That's true. That's true. I, That's I'll true. say this, though. I, I think he, he, you know. It doesn't matter with that though. He's probably got a concussion. <laughs> yeah, his bell definitely got rang. Yeah, I mean, his head kind of got buried in the bulkhead. Yeah, so it it was, uh, yeah, it was. It, but that fight between him and Gideon, where it was, that was that was that was pretty epic. Yeah, I actually, that was a that lot was, of fun. That was awesome. That was an awesome fight. And honestly, you know, if you think about the dark saber, and you go all the way back to. You know when we saw um, when we saw Sabine, and I don't know spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Rebels. When we f- see that Sabine finds the dark saber in Maul's cave, mm-hmm. so the whole premise behind the dark saber is that the only way to truly own the dark saber is to fight. You know to to win it in battle. Right. Well, Sabine never won the dark saber in battle. Right. So Bo Katan, you know quote-unquote winning the Darksaber in battle from Sabine, well, if Sabine didn't truly own the Darksaber, how could Bo-Katan win the Darksaber in the first place? Did did she win it from... I thought she just, like, gave it to her. He, she did. I mean, you know, they did kind of have that little tussle in the in, in on Mandalore. It was just a really small, more like a push kind of little push fight back and forth. Yeah. Um, she, but she did pretty much give her the dark saber, right. give Bo the dark saber. I feel like Bo ha- has really, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the character. I mean, uh-huh. there aren't really any Mandalorian characters I don't love, but I feel like Bo is a very wanting leader. Like yeah. she, you know, in rebels, she didn't want it, but she wanted to take Mandalore back, you know, right. free Mandalore from the empire. And it's like, you know, it's like pooper get off the pot. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, premise. She's she's trying to take up 
where her sister left off, but mm-hmm. she can't be her sister. And, you know, um, but I think, I mean, I think Bo is, is definitely a very powerful, um, she's a very powerful Mandalorian, but I just don't know that she's, she's ever really been cut out to be that, that one. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see where, where Din takes it though. He, I mean, he didn't even know about the dark saber. So that makes you wonder if that's even something that, you know, that the, the children of the watch even learn about. Right. You know, that could be they they might be all the way back to where they were still thinking Mandalore wore a mask. So right. Yeah, it's I, I'm I'm really curious on how that's gonna go because that did not get resolved. <laughs> you know, he's like, I yield. And they're like, no, just he's like, just take it. <laughs> well, and see, that's the other thing too. That somebody was asking me that um after the episode, and I'm like, I can explain this. It's like, you know, time it's time, place, circumstance. Mm-hmm. So if there's nobody around to see that you didn't fight and you give the dark saber to somebody All and right. they, they, you know, they take it from there, then who's to say you can make up whatever story you want. It's your word against one other person's. Right. But when you're in a crowd of people, you can't just give the thing away. Right. You know, I mean, at that point you have to, to, to submit to tradition. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. That's man. There's there's so many good spinoffs that that can be done. Like I said, I want. Sure. Let Let's go reclaim Mandalore. Give me that miniseries. <laughs> I mean, from the sound of it, from the last two episodes, it sounds sounds like there's not much Mandalore left to reclaim. Yeah, but I mean, I she mean, wants it. So, <laughs> who wants a planet of glass? Right. I mean, it was already pretty messed up when we saw it in Rebels. Right. In Clone right. Wars. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's which I mean, I'm thinking, you know, now maybe that's actually what season two is going to be potentially. Three, yeah, or three, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I was kind of thinking, I'm like, yeah, you know what, this could be its own thing, like uh, on its own. But I worry too know. much about that because we've already seen so many battles for Mandalore. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen it in Clone Wars, we've seen it in Rebels, right. How many times do we have to see the same battle over again? You know well, what I mean? I mean, would it be cool to see it in live action? Sure. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But I don't know if that's necessarily the I don't know if that's necessarily something we have to see again. I you know? do. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not saying I won't I won't right. be rooting for my boys. Well, because I mean, I mean but, here's the thing is that, you know, a lot of people didn't see that stuff. You know, I have so many people that ask me, they're like, Hey, explain this to me or, you know, what's going on here. A lot of people skip that stuff just cause they thought, ah, this is cartoons. This is for kids, you know? And well, they need to at least go watch season seven of clone wars. Oh, I mean, I agree, I mean, but you that, know, <laughs> there, that's not really for kids in my opinion. Oh, I, I would say it starts to kind of get, definitely start getting more adult, uh, yeah. young you know, adult. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's still some, you know, like they they had the was it the Jar Jar and Mace Windu episode and well, yeah, or you whatever. gotta have Jar Jar in there for at least one episode a season. Yeah, so I mean, it's like they have you know some of their like more child friendly moments, and, but yeah, yep. Um, sure. But a lot of that stuff, man, was just I mean, it it was top shelf Star Wars. So oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Season seven was just phenomenally and, and, and emotional. Oh my gosh, it was so emotional. Yeah. That last episode was just oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um I another thing too, I love what they're doing with Kara and uh Alderon. 
They're really oh yes because yep. I mean Alderon like I said in in a New Hope Alderon was just like boom it's done and then Leia's like I'm so upset and it's like and moving on to the next part you know and which you, yeah. you couldn't sit there and be like oh you let's really you know spend time on this and and explain like millions or billions of people are dead and you know but I well, like they that they're fleshing that out now yeah they don't give you any real context about Alderon other than. You know, it's the place where Princess Leia grew up. There was a, you know, there was a, the, the senator from there was, yeah, as far as the Empire was concerned, both senators were seditious. Right. It doesn't really, but you don't really learn, I mean, other than reading, like, old Legends material, you don't really learn a whole lot about Alderaan in any of the, in any of the productions, you mm-hmm. know? And so, yeah, I agree. I mean, actually having, um having some context to put behind the planet and, and seeing somebody other than princess Leia that, you know, that has some kind of humanity attached to the planet is definitely helpful because mm-hmm. you, you don't really get that in the movies. You know, you get princess Leia was the only one and, and general Rykian from, uh, from empire strikes back were the only two Alderanians that we actually see in the, mm-hmm. in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I said, I I enjoyed it. I, I like they're adding that humanity to it and and sort of showing you a side of her. Like yeah. it was it was good stuff, man. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then of course, um, you know, then they show up. They're they're trying to figure out the plan. Of course, you always go always go back to the the well. You know, they're like I heard one time that they were able to fly a uh, a shuttle in to uh indoor maybe we could do something like that <laughs> yeah right let's you steal know. another lambda shuttle yep, yep. <laughs> the only thing they were missing were the codes right right, right. yeah <laughs> maybe they thought that was a little too on the nose you know yeah, a little campy yeah. yeah well just like just like uh, uh blowing the uh the dark troopers out the airlock yeah that that seems to happen often too a lot of a lot of but I mean, that's kind of an efficient way to get rid of people, get rid of whatever. I mean, well, it wasn't this time? <laughs> Which I, I told my wife, I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not permanent. <laughs> well, no, because they've yeah. got the Iron Man foot rockets. You yeah, know? John, I mean, it's John Favreau for God's right, sake. Right. He's gonna work some Iron Man stuff in here. Yeah. So, so he puts the feet, ro- the foot rockets, you know, on the Dark Troopers, which they had those anyway. But still, I mean, he gives them those nice sort of, you know, uh, uh, repulsor look. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're. Okay, we're going to space a robot that yeah. has rockets on its feet. How mm-hmm. long is that going to last? Right. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Longer than I actually expected, to be honest, but, you know. <laughs> well, they, had to keep, they, they were just keeping cold. They were, cool, they right, were chilling right. out, literally. Yeah. They were chilling out, waiting, you know. We're going we're gonna to get down to absolute zero, and then we're going to come back. Yeah, yeah. So. But that's what I was, I was like, yep, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll return to this here shortly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so so when they, man, okay, that was real cool when both Boba and Din show up in that bar to recruit uh, uh, Bo. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you think though of the whole questioning the legitimacy of his, uh, like, is he or is he not a Mandalorian? I mean, Boba's never he's never claimed to be a Mandalorian, right? I mean, he really, I mean, even I mean, even if you go back and you read. Back in Legends and like the Karen Travis books, you know, Boba Fett, a practical man, bloodline, um, and, and in the legacy books, you know, 
Boba was very, very reluctant to embrace his Mandalorian heritage. Yeah. Because he wasn't raised as a Mandalorian. I mean, yeah, he 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 was raised, you know, he was mentored by by his father, by Django. Mm-hmm. Um, up to what, the age of like ten. Right. But the reality of that is that he never really learned to be a Mandalorian. He wasn't raised amongst, you know, a Mandalorian clan. Now Django was, you know, right. and, and we've had that now confirmed. You know, the Django was a foundling on Concord Dawn. They've brought back all the goodies, all the Django Fett open seasons might as well be canon at this point. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, but he doesn't know that life. You know, he doesn't, all he knows is what his dad taught him and then what he learned from other mm-hmm. bounty hunters, unsavories. So, you know, yeah, I he's never, he's never claimed his Mandalorian, you know, heritage. Mm-hmm. And so... To me, it he's he's basically at the same spot he's been at mm-hmm. for the last forty years. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I kind of I kind of uh, see it though as him. Uh, like I've never really. It's never been a, a big thing for me personally, but I like with this. You know, I'm just like no. I'm like that's like to me. He's Mandalorian, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, uh, right. with this show, because before I was like, no, nah, I guess not, you know, because the Almax said they wasn't. Like, that's, you know, that's was the way I take it as as that being true. You know, Dave had sort of said that that was something that they had set up. So I'm like, okay, so fine. So Django's not, and which that means that uh, Boba's not. But it's like, okay, but he's, you know, he's a foundling. That's yeah. a little bit different, but it's still Mandalorian, you know. And I'm like. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I'm putting him in that category. Like I, I sure. feel like yeah. I think you have to look at you know, you have to look back at you have to look back at the politics of mm-hmm. of Almec when he says the Django Fett was just a common bounty hunter and he didn't know where he got the armor from. For one thing, if Django Django being a foundling of the watch, those are not Mandalorians who would have associated with the new Mandalorians anyway, with the pacifists. So there's no way that Almec would have actually known if Django was a Mandalorian or not. For him to say that, he's basically saying, well, he's not one of my Mandalorians, so he's right. not Mandalorian. Right. And we see that through the show now. Yeah. We see that now where, you know, Bo, Bo told, you know, basically tells J- Boba he's not yeah. a Mandalorian. And you've got uh, Din telling Bo and, and the others they're not Mandalorian. So, I mean, you know, you've got all of these different mm-hmm. factions of Mandalorians that are telling each other they're not real Mandalorians. So if you go back and you look at it from that point of view, and we're right. going to use Obi-Wan's certain point of view line here. <laughs> right, right. Um, if you look at it from that point of view, then Almec wasn't lying. Right. And he, he was correct in that to him, Boba was right. not, or Django was not a Mandalorian. So I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think, yeah. yes, you know, Boba carries Boba is of a bloodline that was adopted into Mandalorian society mm-hmm. um, a or a Mandalorian society. So he he is inherently um, an inheritor right. of Mandalorians. You right. Know? Uh, so, yes, he is, you know, his inheritance is that of a Mandalorian. Yeah. Now, whether or not he chooses to observe that. Is something else, and that's right. that's where I go back to you know from legends, the legends books. He's always been sort of, he's never been wanting to embrace that until he was much much older in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, did he actually ever embrace that? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I, I like it. I kind of see. I like. I like how you're saying. You know, there's almost sort of a maybe like a bigotry to it. You know, to the question mm-hmm. and and how they they see that. And I like. And I like that he's. You know, like he said, he goes, "I never said I was." You know, so. It, it, and that doesn't mean like, oh, see, he said it himself, so clearly he's not. It's like, well, <laughs> from a certain point of view, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just like, I'm just like, okay, you, t- you know, it's like, uh, I'm not American. It's like, dude, you live in America, like you know, you know what I yeah, mean? Right? Like, like, yeah. how do you, uh, you know, take that right? So, I just, yeah, I'm like, it's in in my book, I'm like, he's Mandalorian. It's Sure. It's the it's, it's same with me. you know it like it's way. it's silly to kind of argue against it, but also I see why it's argued against in universe, you know. So, sure. um, another question: Did you know that uh, blasters can jam in Star Wars? Well, I mean, I I guess they have like I mean I guess they have an an action of some sort, so or receiver of some kind, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> I've—I don't think I've ever seen one jam until this episode. Yeah. Um, in fact, I've never seen a blaster actually run out of power. Right. Before, you know what I mean? I've, you know, because because yeah. they do run off of a power cell. But right. Right. I've never actually seen one run off of or run out of power. Right. So this was. Well, they do yeah, in the video games. <laughs> but, they right. do jam though. They don't yeah. run out of, of of blaster juice, but they do jam. Yeah, I I was I was shocked, and the whole that whole thing kind of. Uh, again, I'm not I'm not like dogging, but it was just something I'm like, it's interesting, you know. Um, but because specifically, she said my guns jammed. I'm like gun. This is Star Wars. What's a gun? You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't recall them ever calling a blaster a gun before. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's probably yeah. just. I mean, it's probably like slang. I mean, you know, I, I look at that at that big tri blaster thing or whatever it is that she's carrying. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like an M sixty. You know. Right. And oh they, yeah. Yeah. And, and M sixties were prone to jam. Uh-huh. So you know, uh, when it jammed, I'm like, yeah, that would that would make sense because she's you know she's carrying the the light infantry weapon there. So. Right. Um. But no, I mean, you know that the the yeah the the I mean the gun thing that really doesn't bother me too much when you when you realize what some of the props are made out of it's like yeah. okay yeah it's not a big deal yeah like I said I just I don't know it's just something weird for me you know what I mean I'm I'm like I don't sure. know I don't know how I feel about it or whatever it's just kind of something where I'm like ah, I just want to bring that up it's just a little a little different than what I'm used to you know <laughs> um yeah man I mean it's like I said there's just so much. In this episode, I'm I'm trying to like recap everything. I'm like, am I missing something? Like, what what have we not hit on yet? Um, oh, I mean, gosh, I know we haven't. Grogu, bye bye. Yeah, I guess I guess that uh, I guess that seals it for for him at least for now. I mean, yeah. that's something I'm wondering is you know, are we going to see him down the road? Where was he in? Where was he in in the Last Jedi or whatever? I mean, you know, where like, was like he the at sequel then? trilogy? What happened? To, well, I mean, you know, I I think maybe. Look, I I cannot see them not using him more at least somewhere else, right? Like that would just be. Like Lucasfilm, you like money, right? Like that's a oh yeah, that's a that's a well, thing you like. So, 
go ahead well, and <laughs> don't let this be goodbye forever. You know? No, no, yeah. obviously it won't be goodbye forever. I mean, he's a, he's a character now that will be in. Yeah. I mean, he'll be in stuff. But, you know, one of the things that, that um, there's just a theory, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm thinking that, they, that the Empire is using his blood to help create the Snoke clones for the Emperor. Yeah, I've I've heard some people say maybe it's for Snoke. I've heard other people say maybe it's for um for bringing Palpatine back. You know that 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 maybe have something. Um... Well, cause well, Snoke were Snoke was were failed Palpatine clones. Oh, is that okay? I yeah, that, I haven't. That's yeah, I haven't yeah, paid much attention. That's to what that. it was from. I mean, that's the way it was explained. At least that's the way I felt it was explained in. Rise of Skywalker, that they're, you know, they were just kind of cast off clones that the Emperor controlled like a puppet master, but the Emperor himself wasn't cloned. He just survived the Death Star blast. So through Sith. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I will say that I'm pretty sure that they did, they have said in the, um, I actually think it was the Rise of Skywalker novel, but uh, it it may have been another one, but they did say that he, he actually that body was a cloned body of, okay. of him so and and they do say you know they say um, do a very good job <laughs> well I, th- I think they were saying i that, mean why couldn't they bring it back like 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 dark empire palpatine from episode one palpatine i mean they yeah you know, yeah i mean they brought him they brought him back like basically like they scraped him off of the reactor rem- remnants I want to say they were the uh they said that the problem was that the basically like the dark side energy was depleting the uh the body and so that was the issue that yeah. it was having. Um but again I don't I don't know. In all honesty, I I kind of I don't want that. Like I don't want to see like I, I want to see a different thing. Like like let's let's uh let's come up with something I new. Agree. We, don't, we don't need to I don't want Yeah we don't need to connect everything to those, to those, to the Skywalker legacy. In my opinion, yeah. not every bit of star Wars has to be con- connected to the Skywalker legacy. Well, I feel I, like that's kind of cheapening it in a way when they do that. Well, to me, it's, it's more of why do we need to connect to those, those films? Because they're in the rear view now, you know what I mean? Like the, Right. Do we really need to try to expl- continue explaining and, and connecting to the sequel trilogy? Not really. And I mean, let's be honest, they, you know, as a whole, I I feel like, I mean, you know, there's lots of people who have received them differently and everything. I, I, I think that you need to, uh, you know, Mandalorian is very popular. I say, you know, keep it moving forward and, you know, blaze a, a new path. Let's, let's find something else that could be interesting. You know, True. like maybe Gideon is trying to make himself into a new Sith emperor or something like that. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see that. <laughs> I agree. I mean, there's so many, there's, I mean, there's an Ahsoka series coming out too. So, I mean, there's going to be an, obviously I think we already know that she's going to be looking for Thrawn and, oh, as much as I don't want to say Ezra, I guess Ezra's coming back. <laughs> you don't care for uh, Ezra? Well, it's not that I don't care for him. He just seems, I don't know, he seems kind of whiny. Oh, really? Like, I, I, I had enough of that with Anakin and Kylo. <laughs> so. I hear you. Um, so, yeah, man, I 
I don't know. Like I said, I mean, we see we've got a lot on the. I, I mean, in all actuality, I, I don't even you know. I, I question how much we'll get as as to compared to like what's been announced. You know, if you right. look at the um, past announcements versus what what actually come to fruition. Um, and hopefully they don't oversaturate. Right. Right. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I also, you know, I mean, I kind of wonder, I'm like, what, what is season three going to be like without, uh, without their baby Yoda? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. They're going to have to, they're going to have to put, they're, they're going to have something in there that's some, somewhat cute. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you gotta I mean, have you gotta like, appeal to the cuteness. Yeah. You gotta have maybe they, elements. Maybe yeah. they bring <laughs> the strills back or something and he can have a pet strill. <laughs> You know, yeah. we'll eight-legged dog. That'd be great. The flies. <laughs> or gets an Ewok co-pilot or something. Yeah, right? <laughs> as long as it's not <laughs> Porgs, right? Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and, uh, oh, my gosh, and I can't even, you know, what I cheered for? Was as, as happy as I was with Luke, just seeing R2 come back, you know. Just oh, yeah, that moment. part, I was like, oh, it's R2. You get that kind of, you yeah. get that kind of uh, um, warmth in your heart yeah. when you see R2, you know. Especially when, you know, uh, Grogu kind of walks up to him and, you know, he, he kind of does his little excited uh, shake and everything. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, miss R2. Yeah. Why did they have to put him under a tarp? <laughs> Well, I guess they they just they need some upgrades. Yeah, <laughs> so that's great. Give us more, which we're getting we're getting those uh, droid stories, so we will get some more R two as well. So I'm I'm excited for it, man. Oh, absolutely! It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, all right, man. Well, I know you uh, you got to get out of here. You've got all kinds of podcasts. Oh, yeah, it's a busy busy months. evening for me. I got another one right <laughs> after this, so. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on this one. You want to let everybody know where they can find you? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under um, my character name, Mandalore the Uniter. Uh, also, you can find me in the Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. Just uh, head over to MandalorianMercs.org. And uh, I'm on Instagram as well as Mandalore the Uniter. And occasionally, like once in a blue moon, I hop on my Twitter account, which is under Heed the Call. All right. And, uh, of course, if anyone would like to reach out to us here on the show, um, you can just go ahead and send an email to themandocast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at themandocast. Uh, I am Morris Isley on Twitter. Uh, but also remember, go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review uh, on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, but that's been our show. Uh, I think we're going to take next week off, but then we're going to be back and uh, ready to start talking about, you know, season wrap up and speculation for the future and and whatnot from there. So, like I said, we'll hope everyone has happy holidays and we'll see you the week after that. Have a good one.